Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Permafit Live podcast. This is Gordon, and I'm going to be doing something a little different today. So this is a solo episode, just me, and this is going to be on a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. And I do have the luxury and the privilege of being able to have conversations every single day, seven days a week, with people who are struggling in their health and fitness journey. They're not where they want to be. They're carrying around more weight than they want to be carrying around. It's been a problem year after year after year for some of those people, two years for some of those people, 20 years. And I say it's a privilege and a benefit because I get to see what patterns exist in the community. Okay. So now in permafit, you know, we really only work with women over 35 who are struggling with this. We do that for a number of different reasons. But women that we found, that women over 35 who are struggling with this, they typically have a, a, a mindset around all of this that unfortunately is inherently flawed, which leads them into this continuous cycle of always wanting always trying, always clawing and and scratching and trying to get their goal, but never actually getting there, never actually having it. Okay. So some of those things that lead them down that path to thinking that way, and unfortunately never really getting where they're trying to go. uh, Some of those things are latching on to some conventional wisdom that either they were taught which isn't, isn't accurate, but they were taught and told, or they are latching on to something that maybe worked 15 or 17 years ago that just doesn't work anymore because their body has changed. Things have changed, right? And so let's, before we kind of move into the, the main point here, I just, I want to unpack that just a little bit. So when it comes to conventional wisdom, Every single person listening to this, every single person on the planet, I would imagine, has been told by either their parents or a friend or their uncle or their neighbor or something, someone in their life has told them how to lose weight and how to be fit. And they typically will say things like, you just got to run more, you got to do some cardio, you got to cut out your carbs. You have to eat more vegetables, eat less processed food, don't drink any soda, don't consume any sugar or consume very, very little. Some variation of those things is typically what we see that people are told that, that, that in in this case, we're talking about women, but we see that that is what people are told. This is what you need to do. 
And almost always, this is coming from a source that A, doesn't have the result that that person wants, and B, doesn't have any real education in the space of fitness and health. They either read something or they heard something on a podcast or a YouTube video, and they use that as their their main reason, their rationale, and and really drives all of their logic behind trying to teach someone that thing. So almost every single person I talk to has had some conventional wisdom imparted on them, even though it's wrong. Okay. And so because that came from a trusted source, it came from that friend, it came from that parent, it came from that sibling or that neighbor or whatever, they believe it as truth. They believe it as truth. And unfortunately, they'll take that with them and they will keep that locked up in their brain as that truth. It is a truth. And and what that causes, unfortunately, year after year after year, is people to develop this mindset that I know exactly what to do, but I don't seem to be able to ever do it. That's the modality that people operate in because of that conventional wisdom. Okay. But the truth is the conventional wisdom is wrong. 99% of the time it's wrong. And it's, it's, it's wrong to say it's inaccurate to say that, you know, exactly what to do and you're just not doing it. That is inaccurate to say. Okay. So I want to be really clear about that. All the conventional wisdom that you've been told is likely inaccurate and it is likely just plain wrong and isn't going to get you where you're trying to go. Okay. So that's really the first big thing. Now, the other thing that I mentioned a few minutes ago as to the reason why people end up in this state where they are, they are, they are believing that they know exactly what to do, but can't seem to do it is because they had success 20 years ago. They had success 17 years ago. And 17 years ago or 18 years ago or 20 years ago, when they had success in this area of health and weight loss and body composition, when that happened, things were a little different. Okay. Things were quite different. Let's, let's, let's use a fictitious person here for this example. And this fictitious person's name is Samantha. Okay. Samantha's 44. Well, 20 years ago, she was 24. And when she was 24, she had just graduated from college. And while she was in college, she was on the swimming team. And before that, in high school, she was on the swimming team, but she also played club soccer. Okay, so six to seven days a week, she was doing something athletic. Whether it was practice or skills or a tournament or a game or a meet or something. She was doing something athletic. And in addition to that, because she played high school athletics, because she played college athletics, her coaches required that she did some additional strength and conditioning. So not only was she playing games and going to meets and practices and skills and drills, but she was also going to the gym. She was also running through the routines and the workout regimen that her trainers and coaches were making her do. Okay. So now 
tie all that together with the fact that at that time period, she was 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 years old, coming off the back of over a decade of training consistently or working out consistently or just being active on a daily basis consistently and being young. Okay, when you pile all that stuff together, what you failed, what most people fail to see is that, okay, the elasticity of my body being at that young age combined with a metabolism that is basically at its peak performance combined with year after year after year of high levels of activity, okay, so we've talked about exercise activity thermogenesis on this channel ad nauseum, okay, and that is a real component to weight management and body composition. So you combine a, a decade plus of that together, and then it's not a surprise that a 24-year-old ex-college, ex-high school athlete is in amazing condition and is in amazing shape and can kind of be almost like loosey-goosey with what they're eating in a way and not really see any negative results, right? It's not a surprise. And it's actually, it shouldn't be impressive to anybody who sees a 23-year-old or 24-year-old who's in amazing shape who was a college athlete, high school athlete. Okay, it should not really be, it's cool, like it's interesting and I'm happy for that person, but it shouldn't be impressive. Okay, it shouldn't be impressive because I promise you, if that was your upbringing, if you were that person who played sports every day or almost every day and you were active every single day or almost every day and you went to college and you played sports in college and you did that and you had to do strength and conditioning and practice and skills and drills and games and meets and do all those things, guess what? You'd be in amazing shape too at that age. Okay. There's no doubt about it. You can't not be. This is biology. This is science. This isn't a, a magic guessing game. This isn't a like magic fairy dust. So this person got blessed and so they're in great shape and this person got cursed. So they're in terrible shape. It's not how it works. Okay. So again, it's not impressive to me and it shouldn't be impressive to you when someone who is in that state is in that condition. Okay, that state being that age coming off of all those years of activity and focus and all that stuff. Uh, it's not a surprise and it shouldn't be impressive to you that that person is in amazing condition. Okay, so now let's fast forward time. Let's fast forward those 20 years. Okay, Samantha, she's 44. Okay, in her mind, and maybe you can resonate with this or maybe you can relate this. In her mind, she still believes that she knows exactly what to do because when she was 24, she had a six pack and she had muscle definition and she was fit and she could run a six minute mile and she was in great condition. And she was able to do that while going out with her friends for drinks on Friday night and being able to eat pizza and being able to get a Starbucks pumpkin spice latte and whatever. And so in her mind, she still believes that she knows exactly what to do and how to do it because she did it once, even though it was 20 years ago and all those other factors played in. But what she unfortunately is not realizing or seeing is that she's putting the blinders on, on the peripheral ancillary things that quite honestly drove that result that she had in the first place. Okay. She's not seeing those things. She's not seeing the fact that all of that conditioning and strength training and and practice 
and being young. She's not seeing that all those things are major, major, major contributing factors. And so fast forward again, we're back. She's 44. Now she's got two kids. Now she's married. Now she works a full-time job. Okay. She's, she's lucky to get a couple of workouts at home into her schedule. Okay. For a couple, I mean, she doesn't really prioritize it. So that's one reason, but two, she doesn't have any real structure to that because she doesn't have coaches anymore. She's not in a college athletics program anymore. She doesn't have anyone holding her accountable to anything. She's not going to get benched if she doesn't show up and have the performance that she needs in order to compete. Right? So, and she's certainly not going to get placed, you know, with a different medal or a different uh, placement, first, second, third, whatever. Right? Because this is just life now. So things are different. Yet, again, still in her mind, she thinks she knows exactly what to do. Okay? But here's the truth, guys. If you are in that situation and you're still like defaulting back to the stuff that you did in your glory days of, of younger, (laughs) younger athletics, understand that the entire life, uh, the entire life that you were living back then is, is completely different. It's completely different. And the amount of variables is through the roof. It's not just the fact that you have kids. It's not just the fact that you are now married and you don't have as much time to just devote to yourself. It's not the fact that you have a job now and you have those responsibilities that take a precedence over just about everything else. It's not just that there's so many other biological influences that are also taking place here as well. Okay. So let's look at Samantha at 44. Okay. Cause typically Samantha at 44 and maybe you are Samantha. Okay. And you don't have to be 44 to fit this criteria, by the way. But what we found and what I see on a daily basis is that there is a massive, massive, massive difference between what most people want their fitness and health journey to be and what it actually is and will be. Okay. There's, there's a completely 180 degree difference between those. Again, the difference between what you want it to be, what you want to happen, what you want, what you wish would happen and how you wish the whole process would go versus how it's actually going to go. Okay. Big difference. And so let's break these down. Okay. And if you can get this, if this can sink in, then all you need to do from here is just put the right elements in place and trust the process and see it through. And I promise you, you will get everything that you are looking for. Everything that you are looking for. Okay. The, the body that you want, the level of energy you want, the nutritional freedom that you want, the complete relief on the mindset side of things of knowing that you don't have to jump through hoops and restrict yourself and do a bunch of other stuff and other bunch, a bunch of other nonsense to get where you want to go. You get to, you get to enter that space. Okay. So this is how people typically want this to go. Despite what they say, 
This, despite what they say on the outside, this is what people want and wish for internally. Even though they know a lot of it's not true, this is still what they wish for. Okay? And that's overnight success. It's overnight transformation. They wish for it to be easy. They wish for it to be this, this effortless thing where I'm going to jump in and it's going to be just so incredibly easy. Like it's not going to disrupt my life in the slightest. I'm not going to have to make any adjustments in my life to make this all fit in and make this work. That's what people wish for. They wish for this to take very little to no effort or very little to no time. They wish for this to have no hard days. They have this imaginary scenario in their mind where it's easy every day. And every day is this, this really elegant, beautiful, harmonious process that takes me no effort, no energy. It's not hard. It's always easy. And I get amazing, 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 amazing life transformation results. Okay. They wish for this magic pill, whether that's a literal pill or a metaphorical pill, they wish for this magical pill that they can just consume and take. And that does the work that's going to do all the work for them. Okay. They, they always wish for things like a magic meal plan, like the best meal plan on the planet. That's going to get me into the body of my dreams and do so in a way that's non-invasive and effortless and easy. And I'm going to love every single thing on that meal plan, every single food item. And I'm never going to get sick of it. And if I do get sick of it, then there's going to be a perfect, perfect, ideal substitution just waiting right there on that meal plan for me to sub out. Okay. Or a magic diet. Okay. This is unfortunately still a major part of most people's thought process when it comes to nutrition and training and, and, and transformation is that there's a magic diet out there. And that diet would consist of something like eat this, not that. Okay. All diets come down to that, which is eat this, not that. And if you think about that, that's really saying that you need to restrict yourself on all this stuff over here. That's the not that part, right? That's the don't eat this part. Uh, so restrict yourself on all this stuff and eat all these other things and only these other things right? That's the eat this part. And so if you follow that process and you really just give this a thought, just consider it for a second. What you're setting yourself up to do is to live in a box. Okay. And, and you're living in that box where a certain part of the foods available to you are in that box with you and you can eat those great. And everything else you're never allowed to eat. Okay, that's what a diet is, and that is what the eat this, not that mentality is. That's what it's all built around. Okay, so just like Samantha at 24 years old, who was going through all this grueling training and had coaches and was doing all this stuff, like I said a few minutes ago, it's not impressive to me, and it shouldn't be impressive to you that Samantha at 24 was in amazing shape after doing all of that. Well, listen, if you're going to go through a rigorous, restrictive, miserable diet of eating this and not eating that and restricting yourself, and let's just say you do that and you do lose 30 pounds, that's not impressive either. Okay. Because literally anybody can do that. Anybody can do that. 
If you cut out sugar and you cut out carbs and you restrict your calories like crazy and you do some other restrictive nonsense, you're going to lose a tremendous amount of weight through that process. That is going to happen. That is going to happen. So what? Again, that's not impressive to me. And here's why it's not impressive to me. Because that's a direct plug and play model that has an extremely finite timeline to it. Meaning, if you show up and you do that, and you follow that process and you lose that weight, that has a very, very, very short-term results timeline. That window is going to close very quickly. 60 days, 90 days, whatever, later, you are going to, you're going to break. You're not going to be able to keep it up. Okay. And this is the reason that when people go into diets, especially women, that 97 to 99% of women put that weight back on. And oftentimes it's more than they started with. So you lose 30 pounds through a crazy restrictive process. And then six months later, you put back on 35. Okay. This is unfortunately the case with again, 97 to 99% of women who go through the process of dieting. Okay. So you should never, ever, ever diet or plan on dieting if you want long-term results. So again, it's not impressive to me when someone does that. What's impressive to me is when someone is able to lose the body fat, change their body composition, get into a body that they absolutely love, and then keep it year after year after year after year. And the reason that's impressive to me is because they have cracked the code that I've cracked, okay? They have made the distinctions that I've made. They've made the breakthroughs that I've made. And I'm not special, and other people who have done it aren't special, but it's impressive to me because they were able to step out of their ego for a second and step out of the conventional wisdom bullshit that they believed and realize that, oh, all those times I said, I, just, I know exactly what to do, but I just don't do it. I was wrong. I actually didn't know what to do. So those are the people that get major transformation and then actually keep the results. And that is impressive to me because I know firsthand what it takes to do that. It's not more grittiness in the gym. It's not more grittiness in the kitchen. It is letting go of your ego and being willing to invest in yourself. Okay. And investing in yourself. I'm not even talking about money. I'm talking investing some time. Okay. Some freaking time. So we'll talk about that in a second too. But people who are in this state, guys, this mindset of this is what I want it to be. This is what I wish it to be. It's, it's again, it's magic diets. It's a magic workout. They also think that there's a magic workout out there that if I just do this workout, that I'm going to be in the body of my dreams in two seconds and it's going to feel good and I look good and I'm never going to go back and it's going to be great. Okay. That's not the case. You need per, you need a strategy that makes sense. Yeah. You need a workout program that makes sense for you. That's in alignment with your goals. Absolutely. But if you think going to Orange Theory Fitness and following their, their Orange Zone heart rate high intensity program, like that alone is going to do anything for you. It's not. Nothing against Orange Theory, by the way. 
but that pro that's not going to do it for you or following a 21 day fix, um, and a company, whatever that is, the beach body thing that the workout that goes with that, that's not going to do anything. That's not going to do shit. It's not. Okay. TRX, um, intent insanity, like anything like that. All those things will work your body. Yes. They are not magic programs that are going to transform you overnight. Okay. There, there is nothing about any workout program, any workout program, <laughs> none, none. There's nothing about any workout program that is going to, to do all this magic work for you. Okay. Please understand that. Okay. Same thing with magic supplements. All right. There is no magic supplements at all. Not one. There's not one out there, not one pill, not one powder. In fact, if you are on a weight loss and health transformation journey, I would actually argue, especially from a body fat loss standpoint, that you don't need any supplements, nothing, nothing. And if you are going to take one or two, then it should be actually things that aren't even related to fat loss. Like maybe a, a good high quality multivitamin. Okay. Or if you're a little bit older in the age range that we're talking about over 35, 40, 45, then probably a good either fish oil or uh, glucosamine chondroitin, something like that for your joints would be great. But again, those have nothing to do with fat loss. That's just about mobility, range of motion, feeling good, health, wellness. Okay. That's about it. Right. When we, when we, when I work with a client now, I tell them right off the bat, you don't need to take any supplements. Okay. Not for fat loss. If there's other stuff going on, that's different. If you're deficient in vitamin, uh, whatever vitamin, pick one. If you're deficient in iron, take that. If you're deficient in B12, take that. Like, but that's not what I'm talking about for fat loss. Those things don't matter. Okay. The micronutrient piece of it is not really relevant. So anyways, there is no magic supplements. That's my point. Okay. And the, the last thing here on what people wish happened is that they wish that they would step on that scale every day and that scale would go down every day or every other day. Okay. This is a conventional wisdom thing that you need to break. If you want to actually get transformation, you need to let that shit go. Okay. The scale measures a lot of things. When you step on the scale, you know what you're actually looking at? You're looking at your body weight, your total body weight, right? So what a lot of people do is they'll step on that scale after they've worked out and expect it to go down. And most of the time it actually goes up, not realizing that, okay, well, I worked out for an hour. I also drank 30 ounces of water in that time. And my muscles, they are, they contracted so many times through that process that they got pumped up. So they're holding on to a lot of that water. Uh, I haven't peed yet and I, I sweat, but I didn't sweat out 30 ounces. And so you, you end up in this situation where you weigh more than you did before you worked out and people get discouraged by that. Or they, they'll have, they won't be violating any calories. They won't be violating any nutritional protocol, but they will eat something later on at night that happens to contain carbs and the next morning they'll weigh themselves and they'll be heavier than they expected to be and it will really bum them out and ruin their day not realizing that 
they actually didn't gain any body fat. They didn't gain any weight. They're just holding on to more water because they consumed carbs not that long ago, right before bed. Okay, so the, the, the scale really doesn't tell you much, guys. I'll be totally honest with you. Okay, the scale is a tool. Okay, but it also measures so many other things. Did you eat recently? Well, that's in your guts. You're, you're measuring that too. Did you poop recently? If not, look, that's in there too. And it's, it's definitely taking that into account. Did you drink any water? Cool. That's all in your system now too. It's definitely taking that into account. Did you work out yesterday? Okay. Well, you may still be holding on to additional water. Are you taking like creatine or something? You know, you may be holding on to even more. There's a lot of variables that go into that. A lot of variables that go into that. So the weight is just a tool and I do not recommend that you really use it much at all. I mean, I would, I would weigh, if you're in this weight loss journey right now, I would, I would consider weighing myself once a week and doing so on the same day every week in the same clothing, preferably naked, right? And do so first thing in the morning, wake up, brush your teeth, pee, do whatever, weigh yourself naked if you can, right? That's, that's the only way you're going to get some true consistency and really start to get some clarity around this. And I know there's people that are listening to this that are thinking, okay, well, if I'm not going to use the scale to measure my progress, then how am I going to actually measure my progress? How am I going to actually see like where I'm making any improvements and where I'm, where I'm getting results. And I'm going to get into that in a second. Okay. Because this is the perfect transition point. Because again, all those things I just mentioned, those are what people think they want. They, they well, that's what they want. That's, that's how they think it's going to happen. That's what they wish it's going to look like in terms of the process, in terms of the overall uh, story of their journey. Okay, but the reality is this, guys. This is how it actually goes. This is how transformation actually happens. Okay? The first and foremost thing is you have to be willing to learn. You have to be willing to learn. Okay? You have to be willing to learn. I'll say it a third time. If you don't learn how all of this stuff works, you don't need to be a scientist, by the way. You don't need to be a personal trainer. You don't need to be a nutritionist. You don't need to be a dietitian. You don't need any credentials at all. You don't need any of that stuff. But you do need to learn how this stuff works if you actually want transformation. No trainer is going to be able to say, hey, Samantha, do this, this, and this, and you're going to be fit for the rest of your life. You're going to be healthy and have your weight under control for the rest of your life. It's not going to happen. You need to learn how this stuff works. If you want permanence and you want a permanent transformation, you need to be willing to learn. Pour into yourself a little bit. Be resourceful enough to invest in yourself. Okay? Time, energy. And pro- there will probably be some monetary investment there too, whether that's a book or a course or working with like so like Permafit, for example, that's an investment, okay? Yeah, got it, right? But through that process, you do exactly what I'm talking about, which is learning. Okay. And what are we learning? What do you need to actually learn? You need to learn how nutrition works relative to body fat loss and body fat gain and body composition. You need to learn how nutrition works around those things. If you are unwilling to learn how nutrition works around those things, you are never going to be successful in this area. That's the truth. That's just the reality, guys. If you're not willing to learn this stuff, you're not going to have 
permanent results. It's not going to happen. I really want that to sink in. You need to learn. And here's the thing. Once you learn how this stuff works, you'll never unlearn it. Okay. So if you find someone in your life right now who has had an actual transformation and they've kept it year after year, after year, after year, after year, I can promise you this. They did that in a way where they learned how this stuff works. They know how the energy expenditure model of the body works. They know how those things work. They know how calories really work. They know what macros are. They know how macros work, right? They know how protein works. They know what amino acids are. They know how muscle is built and broken down. They understand those things. And because they understand those things, nutrition doesn't scare them anymore. Nutrition is just, it's home. It's natural for them. They understand it. They know that they can go to any restaurant on the planet and order something and not sabotage their results. They know this because they've learned it and they've executed it, but mostly because they learned it. And once again, once you learn it, you're never going to unlearn it. By the way, I'm going to say that a few more times in this episode. Once you learn it, you're never going to unlearn it. Okay. Same with training. Okay. This is how it goes. You don't just get a magic workout plan, follow that for the rest of your life, and then you're good. You got to learn how some of this stuff works. You need to understand what program adherence is, but you need to understand what progressive overload is. You have to understand how mobility and range of motion play into that, how exercise selection plays into that, tempo, timing, rest periods. Things like that matter. Do I need to care about my heart rate? Do I need to care about post-exercise oxygen consumption? Maybe some of you have heard of that. Okay, the acronym for it is EPOC, okay, which has something to do with the oxygen debt that you create when you're high-intensity training. Do I need to worry about that? Well, you need to learn about it, that's for sure. Right? And when you learn how all of these things work, guys, and again, you don't need to be a personal trainer to do this. Okay. You don't need to go to the extent that I did to learn this stuff. Okay. But you do need to learn it. And once you learn it again, you got it. You're not going to worry about, okay, if I go traveling and I only have access to the hotel gym, am I going to be able to get the results that I would at home? Yeah. Yeah. Because you understand how these things work. You understand how progressive overload works. You understand how body composition and muscle development really works. Okay. You're also going to, through that process, learn that if I go on travel and I don't train at the gym, I don't work out at the hotel gym, am I going to completely destroy all my results? No. But again, that's all predicated on you doing the right thing for the right amount of time to really build this skill set. Okay. The other thing that you need to learn if you actually want to make this permanent transformation is how to change your mindset around this stuff. Okay. Change your mindset around this stuff. And really at the end of the day, what, what drives a lot of that guys is becoming fully aware of your beliefs around this. Okay. Because Samantha, who's 44, she still believes that she knows exactly what to do. She still believes that if she trains her ass off six or seven days a week, then she's going to be able to get these results and keep them. If she still believes, maybe not her, but other Samanthas still believe 
that if I just cut out all my carbs and I don't eat bread and I don't eat pasta and I don't eat any sugar and I never have a glass of wine and I only eat lean chicken and, and broccoli, then I'm going to get, have an amazing body. And like, that's what I need to do. That's a mind. Those are all mindset things. Those are all mindset blocks that are cemented together in her head. Okay. They're there. They're there. And how you learn this stuff the right way is learning to be aware that those blocks are there and being able to learn how they got there in the first place. And then the best part is learning to see that maybe just maybe these blocks that I have in my head, these, these beliefs that I have around this stuff, just maybe I'm wrong. As much as I believe them to be true, maybe they're actually not true. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't know what to do. Okay. Now that right there is massive. If you can do that, if you can, it's, if you can take a second and think about what it is, you know, about health and fitness and recognize the fact that you are still not where you want to be, then be open to the fact that maybe just maybe what you think is true and what you believe to be true is actually wrong. Okay. And I'll, I'll be the first person to admit that for years, I thought I knew exactly what to do. I thought I knew exactly what to do. I thought I knew how to be fit. I thought I knew how to lose body fat. I thought I knew how to lose weight the right way and keep it off for the long term. And for years <laughs> I couldn't for years, I made no progress. Okay. And I mean, this was back in 2008 is when I finally started to crack the code here. And I did that through mentorship, right? But it did take me acknowledging the fact that I don't know shit. <laughs> I thought I did. I thought I convinced myself that I did. And a lot of that was built off of things that were told to me, just like this woman, Samantha, in our story here. My dad told me things. My sister told me things. My friends told me things, whatever. None of it was actually true. There were elements of truth to it, but all they really knew was their own experience and the stuff that they were told. Okay. So learning to take a step back and realize that maybe what I believe to be true actually isn't true is a huge piece to creating the mindset that you actually need for permanent transformation. Okay. That is huge. And that is, a, it's, 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 it's. You can't not do it. Let's put it that way. You cannot achieve transformation and keep the results without doing that. You can't. Okay. The other thing that you need to understand is going to be required is consistent action. Consistent action. Again, consistent. Doesn't have to be perfect, but it has to be consistent. Okay. Consistency. So one of the main things that we teach is adherence and consistency with programming. Okay. So if you can be consistently good that vastly outweighs the person who is inconsistently perfect. Okay. I'll say that again. If you can be consistently good, that will vastly outweigh the person who is inconsistently perfect. Okay. Now I've seen plenty of people have a perfect attendance, perfect uh, meeting of criteria in workouts for like a week straight, meaning they hit all their workouts, every rep, every, t every rest was perfect. Every set was perfect. Great for a week. And then the next week they did 
30% of it because just whatever things got in the way or they made up some excuse or something. And then the week after that, they did another like 30% half-ass week. And then the week after that, something else came up and they had to take the whole week off or they decided to take the whole week off. Okay. And then the week after that, they were perfect again. And they kind of keep that cycle up. And what they realize is, and I, I know this cause I can see it. What they, what they eventually realize is that, man, these weeks where I push myself to absolute perfection, I actually burn myself out and I create this anxiety that I need to hit that standard every time I step into the gym. And that plants this little seed in their mind that like, well, I may as well not even go because I'm not going to be able to be perfect with it today. Okay. Here's the thing. Consistently good will vastly outweigh inconsistent perfection. Okay. That's always going to be the case. And that's how it happens, guys. That's how it happens. Unless you're a competitive athlete that is, it is your full-time job to be an athlete. Unless that's you, there's a 99% chance that you are not going to be perfect every single time, every single week. If you're running a business, if you work at a job, if you're married, if you have kids, if you've got a life, if you've got family, if you've got hobbies, you're not going to be consi- you're not going to be consistently perfect. It's never going to happen, okay? So keep that in mind. That's how it always plays out. And then looking at the right data is probably the last piece of this. Okay? To do this the right way, and how it actually plays out is looking at the right data. Okay, I said a few a little while ago that the scale, looking at your body weight, is not really an effective way of gauging your progress. And that's absolutely true. Okay. But looking at the right data is going to be the appropriate way of gauging your progress. And what that looks like are things completely different from the scale. Okay, a lot of them are almost borderline subjective and non-quantitative. And so that would be things like, okay, I've been at this for, for three weeks. What do you see when you look in the mirror? Do you start to see any difference in your body? Do you start to see any lines or any curves or any definition showing up anywhere? If not, okay, no big deal. I actually think that taking progress pictures daily or several times a week, three to five times a week is, is far more important than weighing yourself on the scale. Okay. Because what you're going to be able to do is see this picture side by side day in and day out. And you're going to see things very different than looking in the mirror. Looking at a picture of yourself is very different than looking in the mirror. And so when you look at a picture of yourself with no clothes on and you start to see things that weren't there last month, that's pretty cool. Okay. And oftentimes, guys, you will step on the scale and the scale weight won't be any different, but your body fat will be down three or four pounds. And you'll know this because you can see it in your body composition. You can vis- visually and, and physically see the difference in your body shape. Okay. Not to mention your clothes. Okay. Clothes are a huge indication of where your progress is. If your clothes are starting to fit more loosely around your body, guess what? That only happens when your body fat is going down. Okay. That's the only way that that happens. So if you are following a nutritional approach that is strategically designed for you to get where you're trying to go and it, and it makes sense and it's in alignment with your goals and your clothes are starting to fit looser week after week after week or after a month or something, 
guess what? Your body fat's coming down. It is working. All right. Now you may be building some muscle at the same time. So when you step on the scale, your weight may not have really changed at all. That's okay. That's normal. Okay. That's normal. A lot of our clients go through that process and it's a complete mind twist because they will lose body fat. Clothes will be going down in size. They will see inches coming off of their arms, off of their legs, off of their hips, off of their waist, whatever. They'll be doing that. They'll see that, but they'll step on the scale and it will either have not moved or not moved a lot. And that's normal. That's what I would expect to see. So when someone tells me that, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's, that's right. That's normal. That's what you're supposed to, that's what's supposed to happen. I remember back when I was going through this process. So I lost 80, about 85 pounds in 14 months. Okay. It was like 1.3 pounds a week on average over the, if you, if you were to average it out over 14 months. But the reality is, and I've explained this many times before, is that those first few months, my weight didn't really change much. Okay. My clothes were going down. That was cool. But my weight didn't really change much. And I didn't really know why, but I just, I committed to the process and I was, I had some mentorship at the time. They told me to, to focus on what I'm doing and not waver. Okay. Before I make a snap judgment, follow the process, stay the course for at least like six months before making any assumptions or anything. And that's the thing that most people can't do is they, they lack that patience. Guys, patience is a part of this. Okay. Patience is a part of this. And, and it, it really is the glue that holds it all together at the end is like, you know, you have the, str- the strategy in place. You're working on those things that I mentioned earlier, new, learning nutrition, learning training, learning how your mind works around all of this learning how to admit that things that you believe to be true probably aren't true. And then you're taking action consistently, not perfectly, but consistently. And you're looking at the right data. If you're doing all of those things, if you're on that course, then it's just an exercise in patience after that. Okay. Cause it's not going to happen overnight. It will never happen overnight. Some people will lose weight quicker. Some people will lose Uh, they'll change their body composition a little faster. Maybe they put on muscle faster because they're starting from a different place than you. Okay. So their body composition might happen faster. Cool. But at the end of the day, biology is biology. And even though there are nuances that are different from person to person to person, what is not different from person to person is how energy works. Energy in energy out how your basal metabolic rate is affected by muscle definition, muscle or by muscle mass, muscle density. And quite honestly, all of that really just kind of sums up to, to, to say body composition is everything. And cause your body composition, if you do build that in a way that is more in favor for muscle mass, then guess what? Your basal metabolic rate actually goes up. You can eat more food. You're going to burn more calories on a daily basis. So guys, look, just to kind of wrap this up here, what you want and what you wish all of this would be versus the reality of how it plays out. There's a 180 degree difference there. And you got to understand that all, all these like hopes and dreams of this thing being an easy, super like overnight immediate thing where you just like wave your hand or someone waves their hand over you and these results pop up in three days. It doesn't happen like that. Okay. You need to be willing to learn. Okay. So that's going to do it for this episode, guys. I hope this made sense. And look, if you have someone in your life that needs to hear this, 
share this episode with them. And if you want to learn more about what we do and how we work with people through this process, go check out our website at permafitforlife.com and just, just poke your head around. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you what to do <laughs> or how to, you know, it's come to come work with us. Um, all that's application based. So, uh, you'll see all that stuff on the website, but go check out our site. Um, also, if you are on Facebook, I highly encourage you to jump into our free group. It is called the art of permanent weight loss. And that's all we focus on is permanence and we'd love to see it in there. And if you do jump in there, you're going to see content and uh, daily and, uh, live streams that we do and teaching and coaching and all kinds of stuff and trainings that are in there every single week that don't make it to the podcast. So definitely want to check those out. And other than that, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope this was impactful for you and I'll see you guys in the next one. See you.